Everyone's better than me. But I'm getting better with Cameron Lindsay. I'm Cameron Lindsay. If you're listening for the first time, Everyone's Better Than Me it is an improvement podcast where I get better with the help of guests who's better than me at something. But I don't really like it when people think that they're better than me, so I have a little prank that I'm going to pull to bring them down to size. But they don't need to worry about that, do they, Becky? No, they don't. Becky. Becky Hermansi is the guest. Here she is. She's a performance artist and writer based in New York City. She's also the host of the Veep Rewatch pe- podcast, Madam Vice President, and she's here on the show. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to get better today at sex ed. Uh, so excited, in fact, that I have the normal get to know you and uh, uh, fan submitted questions up top that we're going to go through before we get to the topic, because um, I can't I can't start with the super exciting stuff. Um, Amazing. Uh, but uh, it, I'm still excited to get, you know, the get to know you questions are still exciting. So here they are. The first one, as I always ask, how do you and I know each other? Well, we know each other because we are both Brooklyn comedians. We mm-hmm. met doing open mics. I don't remember exactly which open mic we first met at, but I feel like our paths are always sort of crossing and you're, you know, somebody that always makes me laugh. So Aww. yeah, that's, we're both, both good old Brooklyn comedians. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that, well, so hold on. Um, I I had written down what I wanted you to say, and oh, yep, you said all of it. Perfect. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Uh, our next get to know you question is this one The city of Boise, Idaho is having a tough time of it. They decided to host a motivational speaker for the entire city of roughly 470,000 people to lift their spirits. If this doesn't work out, they might just get rid of the city. Through a clerical error, though, they hire you as a motivational speaker. What? do you do to lift their spirits? Wow, that's a great question. Um, Boise, Idaho. When I think of Idaho, all I think of are potatoes. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I would probably use potatoes as my, like, way in sort of with the people of Boise you know I don't want them to think like oh here's this you know person from New York City coming to talk to us she's not going to understand anything about us so I think I would really use potatoes as like the common ground that we could share um obviously not in an insulting way I would never want to insult their intelligence but um sure yeah I think that you know using sort of that would sort of be my in, you know, that would be my in that would show them that I'm just like them. Um, Yeah, I really think that that would help revitalize the city of Boise. So you're so you're thinking and sort of just like walk out on stage, you got a couple of potatoes. Yeah, maybe one in each hand. Yeah, one in each hand say, you know, I'm a big fan of these two. And really just sort of like connect with people via the uh mm-hmm. the vegetable that is known as the potato incredible yeah i think uh i mean i didn't, i'm not sure it would work but uh <laughs> I, I i think that's a good idea I, I think it's a strong strong start for somebody that's never been to idaho yeah no i haven't either i mean uh, i i'm just glad no one asked me this question because i i would have no idea i wouldn't have even got <laughs> the potato thing um well Excellent. Uh, Our next get get to know you question is this one. A new kart racing game is in development featuring your favorite faces. You and I are both playable characters. What is our little slogan that we say when the player picks us as their character? Oh, you said it's like a, it's like Mario Kart, basically. Like 
car racing? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Gene, my producer, they're the ones that write these questions. Um, and they right. really, I should be asking for like some extra notes, like some details. I, honestly, it'd be helpful if they were, you know, here when I was recording. They're the producer of the show. Um, and I could ask questions like this, but they're not. They're, they're never around when you need them. Right. Um, anyway, sorry. No, 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 don't apologize. Uh, slogan. I mean, you know, this is something that I think about a lot because I'm I'm an avid watcher of the Real Housewives. Uh, oh, I yeah. watch a lot of a lot of the different franchises, and they always, you know, every season they have a new like tagline in the uh, opening. Mm-hmm. I feel like I always, you know. I think my Real Housewives opening tagline and my slogan for when you would pick me in this aforementioned car racing game probably would be the same. And I think it would just be, let's get ready to rumble. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That works in both formats. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels appropriate both for car racing and for getting ready to fight with uh, middle-aged women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. One, do you think I would have... uh... Maybe the same one, I guess. Or... Yeah, maybe yours would be, uh, you know, because you, you seem like, you know, with this podcast and everything, you yourself love to learn and you mm-hmm. love to be educated. Um, oh, sure. So I think maybe something along the lines of like, uh, maybe like, I don't know, I'm thinking now about the SATs and like maybe pencils up. Uh, oh, you pencils know, up. How wow. It would always, you know, when you had to take the SATs, they would be like, all right, pencils up or pencils down, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm making the connection between you and liking to be educated. And that somehow came to me thinking about the SATs. So I see that. I can see the steps. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I like the idea, too, of uh, uh, that maybe like when I'm selected, I'm like pencils up and then when, if you deselect me, then I'm like pencils down. Pencils down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. Thank you. Uh, wonderful. Well, those have been the get to know you questions. Uh, we also have fan submitted questions. You know, we have fans all over the world and they send in uh, questions to us uh, specifically to our experts um, to help them get better at things. Um, right. Here is our first fan submitted question. Sorry for this form email, Everyone's Better Than Me podcast, but I am really in need of some help. I would like to be a guest on more podcasts like Everyone's Better Than Me podcast. How do I get on more shows? And that's from an anonymous staffer inside the White House, Oval Office, Joe Biden. Mm. That's a great, that's a really great question. I feel like, you know, like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, you and I are both in the Brooklyn comedy scene. And I feel mm-hmm. like a pretty common question that we hear our fellow comedians asking a lot is to be put on people's shows and to want yeah. to be on show so this this question really resonates deeply with me because i am usually the person begging people to put me on their shows so i fully relate to this uh white house staffer um to want to be on more podcasts i mean my advice would just to, to be would just to be you know Make those connections. It's all about who you know. It's all mm. about who you're friends with. And I feel like 
even to be able to work in the White House in general, you have to have a lot of connections and a lot of, you know, sort of ins. So I feel like this person is probably already really good at making those connections and having those ins. So I'm thinking that maybe, you know, they're just, they already have the skills, they have the tools, they just need to utilize them. So... Yeah, I'm I'm basically comparing getting hired to work as a White House staffer to get being on a podcast. But I think it's, you know, again, you have the tools within you. You've already used them once. You might as well use them again. I think that's smart. And it's also sort of, uh, I mean, we don't know anything about this anonymous staffer. Well, so I should clarify the this was submitted as like a, a written letter. Okay. And it says anonymous staffer inside the White House is sort of the f- first line. And then they crossed out White House and put Oval Office. And then they it sort of crossed all of that out. And it looks like Joe Biden's signature. Um, oh, so, interesting. But, but I, it could have just been a staffer that like got a stamp or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I, mean, I, I think you're right to say, you know, like, hey, you've got the power within you. You know, look yeah, inside. You have all the tools. You just need to know how to use them. Yeah. Transferable skills. I think that's very smart. And I hope that Joe or whoever... Um, you know, this is, uh, was helped by that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, big shout out to you, Joe. Just keep doing everything you're doing. Absolutely no notes. Yeah. I mean, he was on, uh, Conan O'Brien gets a, or needs a friend. So that's. Of course he was. <laughs> um, well, wonderful. Our next fan submitted question is this one. Hi, this is Cameron's dad. What is the Hulu password again? I'm trying to log in on my phone. Tell me here or text me back with it. Trying to watch the new season of Will Trent. That's from Cameron's dad in Satellite Beach, Florida. Wow, Cameron's dad. Uh, that's an awesome question. You know, this is making me think of my own father because I get mm. this text from my father uh, quite often. Um, mm. You know, I sort of consider myself like the the Mother Teresa of my family because I'm the one that pays for basically all of the streaming services and I wow. share the password with my dad and my brothers. Um, so this is a question that I'm, you know, pretty familiar with. Um, and I don't know, you know, everybody's sort of methods for choosing a password for things are different. Um, you know, I personally always try to utilize uh, things that are very familiar to me, but maybe not necessarily familiar to everybody else. Um, this is, you know, whether it's like a birthday of a distant family member or the name of your favorite basketball team with a bunch of random numbers after it, it's just sort of, you know, picking those sort of combinations. And I feel like your father, again, kind of like the last question, he probably already knows the password. He just needs to look deep within himself and find it there because, it's probably things that you know and that he knows. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's just got to look inside himself. He pro- It's probably, you know, the name of like the first cat that you ever had as a child. And mm-hmm. he, I would assume he knows that. So yeah, that's that's my best advice uh, sort of for, for your father. Of course, yeah. I don't actually know your hulu password um i'm just going off of my own personal experiences with hulu passwords yeah no and thank you for that i i think um i think that really is honestly some great advice uh and i wish that he would take it to heart um because you're right he he does know it um 
Of course. Uh, it's it's also likely written down in several places. It might even be in the text chat conversation that we had. Yeah, you know, that's you know, that's what back. happens with my dad a lot as I'm like, you know, I sent this I sent you the Netflix password a couple of months ago. Just, you know, iPhones are incredible and they have that feature where you can search text messages. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, just search Netflix password. You'll be able to find it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and ultimately, he also doesn't listen to the show. So it's like, even right. if I did tell him here, it wouldn't. Well, I, I do hope that one day he does listen. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that would be great. Um, well, those have been the fan submitted questions and the get to know you questions. Uh, we're now going to move on to the topic at hand, which is getting better at sex ed. Um, I'm excited to get better at this. Uh, I, I I think I have answers already in my mind, but I'm going to start right. off with the, this uh, question um, that I often ask, which is why should I get better at this? Well, so I, I do want to preface this by saying I am by no means a sex educator or a sex education professional. Um, I just obviously grew up with sex ed, and I really only have my own experiences to go off of. And, you know, as I was, as we were saying before we started recording, I was recently in a play called Snatch Adams and Taney McCracken Presents It's That Time of the Month, and it is about a sentient vagina and a sentient pair of balls and taint um and when we first started doing the devising process of the show we had an actual sex educator come in and kind of give this room full of adults um a refresher on sex ed and it was better than any sex ed i had ever received growing up so i feel like i've been doing a lot of unlearning this past year of you know things that i was taught in sex ed and it's become something that i'm really passionate about and interested in and i think no matter what your gender no matter what your age no matter where you grew up it's important to sort of have these tools and understandings that um color i mean sex colors a lot of different facets of our lives and whether it's about how we feel about our bodies or the way in which we interact intimately with other people, it's important to sort of have these tools. So it's not just about, uh, yeah, it's not just about, sex education is not just about sort of the act of sex, but it is uh, about understanding your own relationship with your body and and, and sex. Yeah, Uh, and just like understanding how things work, because I, you know, a fun example is I... We, you know, learned very early on in my sort of middle school career, they, you know, would split up the boys and the girls and teach you about, like, what's going to happen to your body during puberty. Mm -hmm. And it still took me years to understand what was actually happening inside of my body because the explanations that I feel like are usually given to kids are kind of like, you know, they want to keep it quote unquote appropriate. And that's just not enough for kids to sort of understand what's happening to them um especially during those puberty years so it really is it's much much wider than just learning about what sex is uh sort of anecdotally i had um i was uh, when i saw that we were going to talk about this i was reminded of this story um that i've told before that is true um when i was uh, taught sex ed uh, one of the they did the same sort of thing. They uh, split people up, um, and and the boys were taught one day about uh, about what wet dreams were. But they were mm-hmm. 
sort of doing the same thing where they were being very cagey about it because they were like, we don't want to say anything inappropriate. Uh, and so um, I gen- generally walked around with the understanding that whenever I looked at something that made me feel good or was excited by, um, that there was a chance that I was going to effectively wet myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and earlier that day, I had a, I had traded for a, a holographic Charizard Pokemon card. Um, wow. that I was very excited about. And uh, I I have this very visceral moment where I uh, hid in the playground and considered tearing up the Charizard card because I was afraid that it would... Um, I'd get so embarrassed that I would have a wet... Or I'd get so excited that I'd have a wet dream. Um, wow. And I feel yeah. like that really could have been avoided. Um, uh, that 100% could have been avoided had, you know, the people that were in charge of teaching you been honest rather than trying to sort of... It's a big thing, you know, the sex educator that came and talked to us, me and my cast over the summer, it was a lot of like, you know, people like to use like fake words for like vagina and penis and it's sort of like, you know, to almost like kidify them, but it's like that just makes them feel even more taboo by like, oh, you're not even supposed to say like the real word of what it actually is. Yeah, that is that, that is interesting. Well, so yeah. and so that'll be the step one is that we say we're comfortable saying things so like vagina and penis here on the show. Yes, very, that'll, very good. That'll help us. That'll help me get better. Well, Definitely. I guess maybe that's part of my question, too. Is it is it just that I'm learning about uh, sex myself in this episode or am I learning? Am I getting better at teaching other people or are those two things hand in hand? I think they kind of go hand in hand. I, I don't know if it's necessarily teaching other people, but I think it's being able to, you know, talk about these things openly is really important because, you know, the I grew up in a very small, like, conservative rural town. And, even you know, I my sex education all throughout my middle school and high school was taught to us as, like, abstinence only. Mm-hmm. And that sex is something that is shameful, even though, you know, as we get older, we learn that sex is meant to be pleasurable, but it's never taught to people in sort of like a pleasurable context or that sex is supposed to be something that feels good and makes you feel good. Um, so I think it's it's not necessarily being able to teach other people, but I think it's being able to talk about these things openly and being, you know, if you had told... 15 year old Becky that she would be in a play that's like basically just about like vaginas and talking about like sex and bodily functions she would be appalled because you know the the way that sex and our bodies are taught or were at least for me the way that they were taught to me is that it's something that you should be ashamed of and that you should hide um But it really is, you know, as I've gotten older and I feel like as society has sort of shifted to a more like sex positive in sort of more of a sex positive like era, um, it's it's easier to talk openly about. Yeah, I I mean, I definitely agree. Well, I'm sorry. I was caught a little bit off guard because the gotcha alarm was going off. Um, Oh, oh it seems a little bit. Uh, frankly inappropriate because i feel like we were having a good conversation about this um right to sort of introduce a prank but but i mean that you know them's the breaks sort of thing that's them's the, the breaks whole, yeah that's sort of that's the whole showbiz show. baby yeah um well anyway you know if you know if you're so good at helping me improve at sex ed you know you should have no problem uh, with me also bringing on um so i'm reading my notes 
you should have no problem with me bringing on sex ed sex edward the guy who does the most about sex in his school wow yo i'm ed and uh i'm the best at getting with girls in my school so uh people just call me sex ed right Mm. that's awesome uh, anyways, Cameron was telling me that I need to like teach you about sex or whatever. Oh, I, okay. I, I I think you you might have been confusing um, me with uh, my producer Gene. They're the ones who would have been working with you. Uh... Right. That's that's true. Yeah. I guess I just saw Cameron on the name of the show, and I was like, oh, whoever I'm talking to must yeah. be Cameron. Uh, right. Wait, real quick. How speaking of speaking of Gene, how did they meet you? What school are you at? Uh, I go to uh, uh, California High School. That's the name of the high school? (laughs) Yeah. That's a real high school. You can look it up. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Okay, Ed. Um, Well, so so I I think it's not... I, I mean... Maybe you do have stuff to help us learn about sex. I've been uh, Becky has been teaching me. This is Becky, by the way, here on the show. Hi, I didn't Ed. Have to... Hey, hey, Becky. Um, What's up? Becky was also sort of teaching me about uh, sex, sex, and uh, sort of understanding both sex and and my body, and uh, helping me c- get to a place where it's sort of I'm more comfortable with that. Is uh, is that something that you can also help with? Well, I, I feel like I could do it a lot better. I don't know, like a girl teaching you about sex? That doesn't seem right. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, I mean, what sorts of things would you change, I guess? Uh, Well, just like from a guy's perspective, just about like how to like just sex girls like really good and uh, how to like pick up gals and. You're like talking to gals and women, you know? Uh-huh. So what is, if, uh, in, interesting. Becky, uh, sorry, I'm gonna, uh, Edward, I'm gonna go, we're gonna go over to the side here in the call for just a second. Um, sure. sure, sure I, I pretend yeah. like I'm putting my hand over my mouth so like you can't see it, if you wouldn't mind. Um, right, right. Becky, I does, what's up, what, what do you, what's your read on this guy? Yeah, I think, you know, even though apparently his nickname is Sex Ed, um, I don't think he fully grasps the concept of what Sex Ed is. You know, it's it's short for sexual education, and it's mm-hmm. it's less of learning how to have sex and more about, like, the mechanics of what goes on in your body and... Mm-hmm learning you know i think you know this targets primarily when we think sex ed we usually think of you know younger people and teaching them about this sort of thing sort of laying the groundwork for understanding the changes that are going to happen to your body and why you might be feeling things that are a little bit different um than you previously did and it's less about you know picking up girls and yeah, the picking up girls was sort of the a big part of what he was saying, and I feel like that's... Yeah, I think that's not really, you know, the sex ed that I am interested in and that I've, you know, sort of uh, done, you know, research I, and work on. Yeah, I mean, I am interested, uh, Ed, I've I've put my, pulled my hand away from um, 
my mouth now so you can still hear what it's saying what i'm saying i you know i mean i am interested in getting better oh, oh hey. sorry yeah hey um i am interested in getting better at sort of like everything um so okay. i guess it would help to maybe get um you know the different perspectives um so you think it would be helpful to learn about you know the the stuff that i'm talking about of like learning about your body and you know how to interact with other people's bodies and then yeah. also learning how to pick up girls and yeah how to sex gals i think is was sex, the terminology se- yeah that yeah that it felt wrong to say but yeah no i didn't like it too much either um yeah well i mean like, i thought the word gals was a little respectful but you know i can use other words too oh okay i mean I'm, I think you've been brought in sort of here as the expert on this, uh, sex ed. Um, yeah, well, if I'm the expert, then why are you two going off and talking about it? You, without you, don't, you don't know. Seems like, seems like I'm You don't know right. what we were talking about. We could have been talking about anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, uh, and okay. and sometimes it's okay to not know sometimes and to listen to other people and learn from other people. I just like, it's just like, what is there to know about my body? You know, it's like, uh, well, I take my little dinner and I put it inside her and you know, then you have fun. That's, you know. And well, Right. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Cameron. Well, it was, I'm just, uh, I'm struck by something. You know, um, Becky and I were talking earlier about how it's, it's helpful uh, to use terms like penis and vagina specifically oh, oh it, dude yeah see you were probably you know your parents or you know the adults in your life when you were a little kid probably used words you know like wee wee or pee pee or things like that and or ding. You know, we, we used uh, dinger. dinger right 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 you said that dinger um yeah, it's it's just hard to become comfortable with like the technical and real life terms if you weren't, you know, taught at an early age that it's okay to use the real words. I I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's scary for me to even say that word. And yet you're so comfortable saying saying dinger. I mean, I feel like I Dinger is like, that's cool, dude. Dinger is cool. So is it that you, you don't want to use the real words because it, it's not cool? Is that what I'm, what yeah. I'm getting? Okay. Yeah, it makes makes it seem less cool. Right. I'm cool as hell in my high school, California high school. California high school, right. California high school. It sounds like there's a fire there. Yeah, I mean, California, you know, drought, a lot of fires. Right, of course. <laughs> Well, maybe to put out this fire, um, uh, here's just an idea, and maybe, um, maybe Becky, you can tell me if this is, is an example of me getting better at sex ed. Um, maybe mm-hmm. I'm proving myself. Um, Ed, what if we, uh, what if we did say the word penis, but we said it in a cool way? Like we did, oh, we didn't okay. change the name, but we like maybe like with a like a cool voice. Okay. Do you think yeah. we can give... What voice are we thinking? Um. Uh. And then this is where I'm sort of lost, Becky. Do you have any suggestions? Right. Well, maybe I. Uh. Maybe. Um. 
you know, if you make your voice like a, a little bit deeper, maybe okay. that's something that might make it a little bit more comfortable. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really know. As somebody that, yeah, yeah, as somebody that doesn't, uh, that doesn't have a penis, um, mm-hmm. and that is also a lesbian, so I really don't interact with them all that much. Um, mm-hmm. It's the sort of thing where, you know, this is a word that I don't even say that often. Um, you know, I feel like... See? See? We all don't want to say it. it. And it's not a matter of not wanting to say it. It's just, I don't know... Just doesn't for people come up. That, it just doesn't come up. And for people that have penises, I don't know if there's a certain way in which you say the word that feels better. How much do you say vagina? What? Look at you, Ed. That's great. Yeah, this is, you know, this is an open forum. This is, we're learning, we're listening. Um, you know, I I feel like I actually probably say it pretty often. Um, I, you know, I don't really like a lot of the euphemistic words for vagina that much. Um, especially, fanny. yeah, you know, fanny, pussy, like that sort of stuff. Because it also, I think, goes a little bit deeper um, where... I think the euphemistic words for vagina are used a lot in, like, a derogatory sense. Like, you know, you call somebody a pussy because oh, they're, wow, yeah. you know, a scaredy cat or whatever. Um, and I feel like I I would rather just say vagina because it's not, you know, I don't... It, it, it goes into a whole other thing of, you know, sexism. Tale as old as time, uh, you know, sure. using euphemistic words for the vagina derogatorily or derogatorily. And, um, so I think that this is, uh, I prefer to use the word vagina over the euphemistic words. Well, maybe, maybe, uh, I mean, Ed, it sounds like you don't need help saying vagina. You did just say it. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess you guys did help me in a way. I came here to help you and you helped me. That's amazing. Uh, well, um, you you know, I I don't want you to feel like uh, you didn't contribute, Ed. Uh, um, so, is there anything that you felt like uh, you really wanted to teach us? Uh man, uh, I just like uh, like so much sex stuff that like me and my uh, gal friends we do. You know, it feels good and. Just like boobs and stuff, you know, and like, and coming cool, cool, and um, um, do you have like questions? Uh, sorry, there's a fire. There's a fire. Whoa. Yeah, it sounds like stuff's really going on over there. Yeah, uh, something that. something's really going down. It pro- probably from all the the friction from all the sex I'm doing. Is that a joke? <laughs> uh, no. Hmm. Right. I was thinking about how uh, you had uh, advice for, for Joe earlier about getting booked on shows. And that's also my advice for sex. You, you have all the tools. You just have to use them. Interesting. Well, I, yeah. I didn't know that you were listening in through the whole show. Um I Whoops, was I not supposed No, it's to? it's totally okay. Um uh, uh it's it's not a problem. I was just uh 
I'm trying to make sure I didn't say anything bad about you um, before you got on. Um, I don't believe. Perfect. Well, then I didn't. Um, I wasn't going to either. Uh, you said that I was uh, the kid at my school having the most. Well, the notes. Was a pretty good compliment. I, I the notes that I have uh, about you says say that you're the guy who does the most about sex in his school. Yep. Which maybe maybe un- that unpack right. that a little bit. What do you do the most? I like um, just um, coming and I've been with the most girls and people think I'm really cool and it's always girls from other high schools right. and stuff. So nobody, nobody from California high school. Oh, so uh, people they wouldn't know. Right, right. Or like yeah. could verify, I guess. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, you know, I I had a friend in high school who, you know, had a boyfriend that she knew from camp, uh, but we, you know, never really got to meet him or anything like that. Is it kind of along those lines? Yeah, I, I wouldn't want those two parts of my life to uh interact. So I don't I don't I don't have the meet my friends. Is it possible? And when when you when you're talking about your friends, the ones that uh, definitely exist, these are these are the mm-hmm. people that call you sex ed, or is it that you ask them to call you sex ed? Uh, at this point, everyone calls me sex ed, but yeah, I guess at the beginning, I had to ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then once you you know, it's like uh, once you get some momentum going, everyone starts doing it anyway. Is it possible that you haven't had sex? What? I'm just what? I'm just asking. What? It's part, it's part... What? Uh, my name is my name is sex. Right. If I if I wasn't having sex, then who would I be? You know that doesn't make any sense. I would just be Ed. Like I, I'm not just you're not Ed. just Ed. You're 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 sex, I'm sex Ed. Ed. Yeah, I'm sex sexual Edward. That's what it stands for. <laughs> Sexual. Why is that funny? It's that's my name. No, it's it's a beautiful name. It was more. I, just, I, th- I was caught off guard. It was more of like a, a happy laugh, like a. Like I'm like, so happy for you that you mm-hmm. are having this much sex. Thank you. It's no big deal to me, though. Maybe it is for other people, but for me, it's like it's normal. kind of just that's my yeah, life. it's just like an everyday a normal sort of thing. sex, right? Right. Yeah. And so, in terms of frequency, uh, not to get into sort of the details of it, but um, how many how many times, like, um, I'll say like two to three a night. So a night at the night only. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, during the damn at school, that yeah, would be wrong. No, that's true. Although we, you know, I've done it a couple times, but with people that don't go to that school, right? Can I, that's... if I may ask, um, how do you meet these other people that don't go to your school? That's a great question. Uh, that's like delving into my personal life, and I just don't want to get like doxxed or you know. You already told so us what high school maybe... you're at. And... Yeah. Uh, we know. That's a great point. You think, uh, you think we could? You think we could cut that, Cameron? 
think we could go back cut, and cut California cut the high, high school. school. Yeah, I, we can. I mean, we've said it a lot now. Um, yeah, that's going to be a geez. lot of a um, lot of post production. Okay, well, I guess I'll I'll explain how how I meet them, and then we'll cut it later. But I I meet them uh, because I go I take art classes and. Uh-huh. There's people from different uh, schools there because mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a couple towns over. Okay, and and so it's it's really just through through your art that you're meeting other people. Yeah, I, I do like uh, pottery, clay. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that, I and and I'll say this: I think that I'm you know I've seen Ghost. I think that it's can be a very uh, it's pottery. a very sexual yeah. sexual art form. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a not seen ghost. But I think I know the scene that you're talking about. Yeah, the the ghost sort of they spin. So, you know, spinning at the pottery Throw wheel and the pottery ghost. Wheel, yeah. Up behind, you know. Yeah. That sort of vibe. Your hands are wet. And... Yeah. Covered in it's covered hot. in clay. It's hot. It's sexy. Clay, yeah. Sexy. Something something very intimate about um art in general so true so true how how often do you guys have sex i admittedly wasn't prepared to answer that question on this uh, episode <laughs> i guess i should have thought about the possibility of that yeah um, i i also wasn't ready to answer this question uh Yikes! You guys blasted me, and now you guys aren't gonna get blasted yourself. Well, well. Right? To be fair, you did come in saying that your name is Sex Sexual Edward. Um, you you sort of led with the fact that you have sex with a lot of women. Yeah, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Well, Ed, uh, you know, I I feel like um, I I I have this wrap up question that I normally wrap things up with. But uh, which is good for a rapid question. Um, but uh, I think I want to use it now with you specifically. Is you know I'm trying to get better, and I want to know when I ha- when I am better. I want to know when I've improved. So from your perspective, how will I know when I've gotten better at sex ed? Uh, well, that's what I. That's why I was asking how often because you know. If it's low and you bump those numbers up, you'll be like, yeah, you've gotten better. And then if it gets lower, then you've gotten worse. I, I think it depends. Okay, so but that's sort of what I should be looking for is uh, uh, improving my numbers, my nightly numbers. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of like a, a stats guy like that. I just go by numbers. Uh, I go by data. You know, Ed, I, 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 think, I think we were sort of um, – I don't know if you caught on to this, but I, I think we were sort of uh, second-guessing maybe – not ridiculing, but um, uh, maybe we were unsure of your social status. But uh, you know, you're you're a stats guy who's into pottery and um, is coming from a concerning environment where there's lots of fires. I, I, it sounds like you're a complicated person. I think uh, I think you've got a lot to offer. And so, what whether or uh, not you're actually having as much sex as you say you are, I think. Why do you, why do we why are we keep doubting this? I I'm I never I I don't think we're doubting it. I think we're just um Yeah, I think we just, you know, we're we're just trying to get to know you. 
I'll go ahead and say I am doubting, frankly. Uh, I think it's the, the lack it. of specificity of a lot of different things. Um, was is right. what, yeah. Okay, fine. It's just like I everyone thinks I've been having a lot of sex, and now I feel like I have to maintain this persona, and I don't know what to do about it. I don't know anything about it. I've never had sex. Well, Ed, and that's okay. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you cry. Um, this is... Uh, you know, you're you're very. No, you guys are just like attacking me. I'm and, sorry. Like it, you guys think it's funny for me to like not have sex and. <laughs> no, I. You know, you're you're young. You have a lot of time to, to uh, to explore and mm-hmm. learn more about what makes you feel good. It's not you know you don't have to, you know, come right out of the gate and immediately start having sex like this is you know it's important to take time and understand what makes you feel good and when you find the right person that you want to have sex with it's you know they'll probably also appreciate you taking this time to figure out what makes you feel good and in the meantime i think you know you have uh, just to harken back to the little bit that we know about you it's it sounds like uh it sounds like you have a lot of things that you can work on in yourself and that you are uh you know improving yourself on that's a big part of this show is improving yourself and it's uh i'm sort of inspired by the ways that you're able to do that um both through your art and uh your love of of numbers um yeah it's inspiring what if what if it's too late what if it's too late i'm already i mean i'm already 16 and i haven't even okay well yeah yeah it's never too late you you have so much life to live ahead of you and your time will it'll it'll happen and and think about this too you know in the in the you know 40 minutes of this show you went from saying dinger to feeling comfortable saying penis and vagina that's a pretty quick improvement yeah I don't think I've said uh, p word yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still, still working. Uh, on do you want to give it a go now? That's good. Good. That was weird. I think the more that you say it, the more comfortable you'll get with it, and uh, and. So you're saying I should just go around school saying? Penis well, I, no, I think that's a little bit of a uh, variation on what I was saying. Just um, next time. I'll tell my I'll tell my teachers that this guy I know named Cameron Lindsay has been telling me to say penis at school. No, just maybe the next time you have the the instinct to say dinger, uh, maybe just say penis. I think that's that's the, the good advice, and and cool. I think that you know you've you've improved so much already. I think you're you you know you say you don't have that much time. I think you are improving quickly. I think you could be having sex in a very reasonable amount of time um, for for you when you're comfortable. So, Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't think you should be worried uh, about it at all. Don't Thanks. ever, don't ever let anybody or any, or like society or anything feel like, you know, pressure you into feeling like you need to have sex. It's not something that you should feel like you have to do. It's something mm-hmm. that you should like want to do. Oh, uh, I mean, I, I guess this whole time I've just been trying to do what other people expect of me. 
yeah, just just be true to yourself. Like, you know, I mean, connecting it even back to what uh, the, the White House staffer who might or may or may not be Joe Biden uh, who wrote in, you know, you have the tools within you and it's all about listening to yourself. Well, um, I, 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 it sounds like, um, it sounds like a lot of the emergency vehicles are maybe dying back. So I'm, I'm concerned that maybe the fire is getting pretty close to where you are, Ed. So, um, I'll go ahead and, and, uh, let you go so you can evacuate. Um, great. Thank uh, you. I'm just getting really okay. hot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So definitely. Um, uh, is there anything that you wanted to say before you go? Uh, no, I guess, uh, thank you. And, uh, you don't have to cut anything. Uh-huh. You can post it. Thanks, Ed. Uh, we were, going to, we were going to anyway, so. Yeah, and just, you can just call me Ed now. Wow. This is big. Yeah, that's huge. Okay, well, thank you, Ed. Yeah, thank you, Ed. Thank you. Thank you, Becky, and thank you, Cameron. Uh, stay safe. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, Becky, that uh, I, I think this is sort of one of the first examples on the show of sort of being taught how to get better at this and then teaching someone else uh, pretty immediately. And I feel like that went pretty well. That's that's amazing. Yeah, I feel like that went well, too. I hope, you know, I I hope he goes away with uh, with something to think about and, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's kind of the pep talk that I feel like a lot of high school boys need. You know, you don't you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be the first person to start having sex. You can you know take your time, learn what learn what you like, learn what makes you feel good. Yeah, exactly. Well, and uh, so yeah, sort of in closing and sort of wrapping up. Um, how how do you think I will know that I've gotten better this at this? Um. You know, take, going back, when I think of sex ed, I don't necessarily think about, um, it's it's not necessarily all about the act of having sex. So I think maybe, you know, s- straying away from that a little bit, I think you'll know that you're better about just talking about your body and sex and the weird things that, you know, might might embarrass you or might, you know... I think just as soon as you start feeling like you can comfortably bring these things up in conversation or you mm-hmm. can comfortably, you know, the next time somebody uses a euphemistic word for vagina as an insult, maybe you could say like, hey, that's that's not cool. Uh, try picking a different word. Yeah. I think maybe that's when you'll know. I, I think that's good advice. Um and I will definitely be on the lookout for that. And, uh, and you know what? Even eager to do that. Um, Excellent. Well, you know, uh, I'm not just trying to get better at sex ed. I'm trying to get better at everything. And one of the things that I'm trying mm-hmm. to get better is making this show better as well. How could this episode mm-hmm. have gone better? Um, I mean, you know, I think the things that were, you know, uh, were things... Things that could be better were things not necessarily in anybody's control. You know, there was a lot of outside sounds and vehicles and potentially uh, earth-shattering disasters happening um, by the sound of how many emergency vehicles were passing by uh, Ed's house. 
Um, but I think I think honestly, you're like you're nailing it, Cameron. It's it's really I think it's admirable for a person to want to get better at so many things, and it's at least for people like me, uh, Gemini's. It's hard for us to admit when we're wrong or when we're not good at something. So I think that it's really admirable that you've taken it to show the whole world that you're not good at things and that you want to learn how to be better at things. And and thank you for saying that. Um, uh, I, I will say I do actually think I'm really good at a lot of things. Um, I think you're really good at a lot of things too, but it's, you. it's you know, it's admirable that you want to learn about things that you're not necessarily good at. Yeah. Well, um, so speaking of improvement, we also have sort of this tagline that we say at the end of every episode, um, and we ask our guests to help us improve it by adding to it and subtracting from it and changing it in whatever way they see fit. Currently, the tagline is, hashtag, listen up, baby boy. You just got out of prison for killing your mom. Your name is Gypsy Rose. (laughs) Gay son or thought daughter. So if you were going to improve that by adding to it, subtracting from it, changing it in whatever way you see fit, how how would you do that? Oh, I mean, it's already such a strong tagline. Um, I, you know, sort of going along with one of the things that I've said a lot in this uh, in this episode is I think the ideas are like, you know, sex is taught to us in sort of a shameful way. And I think that's how we get a lot of things like body shaming and slut shaming Um in our society, so I would probably take out the thought daughter line um, okay. and just end it with gay son, um, okay. because being gay is obviously completely okay. But I think, mm-hmm. you know, the word thought implies that this daughter is overtly sexual um, and that it's a bad thing and that you're calling her a thought. Um, Got it. So I think that's that's the subtraction that I personally would make. Um, okay. Yeah. And so and so we'll close out the episode with that. Um, right. Uh, well, you know, uh, it's been really great talking to you and listening to you. And I'm sure the audience would like to hear more from you and see more from you. Uh, how can they do that? Yeah. So like Cameron mentioned at the beginning, I host a podcast called Madam Vice President. It is a Veep Rewatch podcast. Uh, we are almost at the end of season one. Uh, you can find that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Uh, it's also on Instagram at Madam Vice President Pod. Um, and also I do performances throughout uh, New York City. I'm going to be at Young Ethel's on February 16th. Um, and my sketch team, Dirty Shirley, we have our very first show on uh, March 2nd at the Producers Club in midtown and that's i think going to be really fun there's a lot of really funny people on the team so come on out to see us uh you can find me on instagram at becky with the okay hair that's b-e-c-k-y-w-t-h-e okay hair um i post a lot of dumb shit on my instagram so But I also post a lot of stuff about where you can find me, uh, where you can find performances that I'm doing. So, yeah, that's that's where people can find me. And we'll be sure to share some of those things on our Instagram as well. So, uh, Fabulous. Thank uh, you. If you're looking out for those, uh, you can find them there too. Uh, 
amazing. Wonderful. Becky, it has been so great talking to you and getting better at sex ed today on Everyone's Better Than Me with Cameron Lindsay. Our theme music was composed and recorded by Caleb Ritchie. You can find us on social media by searching Everyone's Better Than Me podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Please share the show with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks so much to Akash Kesavarapu for helping with the prank in today's episode. Get in contact with questions or topics that you'd like to see me get better at by emailing everyonesbetterthanme at gmail.com. And as we say at the end of just this episode, hashtag listen up, baby boy. You just got out of prison for killing your mom. Your name is Gypsy Bureaus. Okay, son. Thanks for listening.